Okay, so you guys are probably wondering why we're here. I have called an emergency podcast today. Uh, free agency just you know, has blew my mind. I am joined today uh, on the Tongues of Playing podcast with my good friend, Daniel. Daniel, say hello. What's going on, people? Is, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on what just happened? I mean, Stefan did. Um, like well to everyone yeah i mean to everyone who even thought that there was a chance of him coming back uh you know home you know i found you know because i i kind of forgot this that um stefan diggs played for maryland i kind of forgot about that Mm -hmm. but um for all for all the for all of us redskins fans not me, because I knew there was no chance. But to all the Redskins fans, they even thought there was a chance of that happening. Um, yeah, that's dead in the water now. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. I, it, but to the Bills, though, that's that that I did not see. I don't. I didn't see that one. I I could have seen anywhere else but there. You know, I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the best place for him to go. If you ask me. Why is that? Huh? Why? I don't think I don't think that team's going anywhere. I just don't see it going. I mean, yeah, yeah. When <laughs> if Brady leaves the if Brady leaves the Patriots, right? Yeah, that division's a little bit more open. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think they're going anywhere. I just don't. Listen, the Bills have a, a nice defense. Like that defense is scary and they were missing, you know, a real a real number one. I mean they got Smokey Brown and they got Cole Beasley, but they really didn't have that number one receiver. Then you add a guy, uh you know, they got that, that rookie running back. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but yeah, for for those of you who are who are, you know, listening in right now, uh breaking is that Stephon Davis is going to the Buffalo Bills for a for a Bills 2020 first round pick, 2020 fourth round pick. No, 2021st, 2026, and a 2021st horrible last season. Now, understandably so, they had a really bad offensive line, but you know, he, he didn't look good. <laughs> and then... They, they got the these... best receiver in the league, or one of the best receiver in the league for some peanuts and a ham sandwich. That is crazy. For literally like pennies on a dime. I think they gave up what? They got a fourth and a second round pick in David Johnson for the best wide receiver in the NFL. Mm. So we're gonna back it up a little bit, but that's you know at the time of this recording, this that was breaking news literally three minutes ago. So that's gonna be the topic of today's uh, emergency podcast: is the first day of NFL pre-free agency. It's not even free agency yet, <laughs> and we've had more trades and more insane signings than the last five years combined. Yeah, I would say that. And can I just say, can I just take a minute and say, I am so glad that there is something else for, you know, us to talk about because 
this world without sports is just literally the most gray, black and white, boring thing. So despite whatever political views anyone ever has ever, I don't really care. I'm just so glad we have something else to talk about besides sickness. Continue, though. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I uh, so I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on today. I know the Redskins didn't do a whole bunch today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Daniel is a unfortunate Redskins fan. <laughs> hey, born and raised here, man. I got to. Unfortunately. And, uh, you know, the Redskins didn't do a whole bunch today. But like we've said, it is the first day of pre-free agency. Um, there really hasn't – nothing is going to go um, official until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, no signings, no trades, nothing happens for real until Thursday. I'm sorry, Wednesday after 4 p.m. So I, I just want to get your take on, you know, today's trades, today's action, and then maybe go into uh, what you want to see your team do um, with Juan Rivera, the ex-Carolina Panther head coach. Um, you know, what what you expect in this first offseason with a brand-new coach and a brand-new, a real front office. All right, there was a lot thrown at me just then. Um, I'm actually going to start with what we did or did not do. Um, all right, so, all right, let's see. <laughs> it seems like we kind of just lost today. We didn't do a whole lot of uh, bringing in. Uh, we brought in uh, the uh, guard. I think he's a guard, right? Yeah, the guard mm-hmm. from uh, the Falcons, uh, Wes Sherish. I'm terrible with names. Uh, Sherish Seister. Leicester? Something Leicester. like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, we brought in him, which is cool, I guess. Um, I don't know where they're going to put him. I don't know what side they're going to put him on. I guess that's fine. I'm not really – I'm not overly thrilled. I mean, he doesn't seem – unless I'm missing something. I don't know too much about him, but unless I'm missing something, he seems to have played out all of his games, which is nice. Um It'd be nice to have a non-injury-prone uh, guard unlike um, Morgan Moses, who is always hurt forever and is a walking penalty. Um, uh, other than that, we lost Eric Flowers, which kind of sucks. I mean, of course, I know I ran on record and said that what is he really going to do? But um, he played. He had a solid year. Um, he wasn't bad. He wasn't, you know, amazing. I mean, I guess by the standards he was held to. He performed amazingly, but you know, in the normal standard, he was he was solid. All right, he was he was a decent player. Uh, he's now gone to the Dolphins three years. He got his wish though. He got ten million a year with twenty grand, uh, twenty mil guaranteed. That's nuts. But um, hey, I guess the Dolphins believe it's their year. Whatever, do you? Um, Man, that Dolphins yeah, defense. Have... That Dolphins defense is going to be brutal. Yeah. Right. And we also got um. What else did we do? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, everyone knows that the quarterback situation here is just ass. <laughs> All right, it sucks. Oh, it just sucks here. And I, I again, I and for what everyone else said, it was like, oh, Case Keenum's this case. I thought Case Keenum was is the perfect backup. All right, he's solid enough. You know, if you leave him in too long, he's gonna mess up. But if you put him in just the right amount, he'll be, he'll be good. You know. Wow! 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 What? What did I say? So, did I say something so wrong? Second, so second breaking news. I mean, I don't know if it's 
really breaking news, but Amari Cooper is going back to the Cowboys for five years, $100 million. Oh, we got to deal with that headache. Oh, yeah, because they didn't pay that. Right. hundred mil. Wow. They didn't pay with that, man, did he? Man, hold on a minute. I'm sorry, but I I don't... I don't we gotta deal with that headache now. Million a year. I don't think so. I don't think he's worth twenty five. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. I think for that team, yeah. You? For that team, yeah. Man. I think so. Who else do they really have? I'm. I'm just saying that's like top top five money. You're right, but for that team, they need something. Like I always said, like I look, how many times have I said, if they take away Zeke, what do they have? Not a single no. thing. No. Exactly. I have a good offensive line. They have a good offensive line. So, for, so when this comes out, it'll come out uh, the morning of the 17th St. Patrick's Day. You guys are blessed with a lucky podcast. But this is breaking to us. I mean, I literally just got the notification on my phone. So, Amari is back in Dallas. Uh, you know, he's, he's had a really solid career with the Cowboys over the last, what, season and a half. I mean, it was bound to happen. They weren't going to let the guy go. But that kind of – Yeah, almost, almost 2,000 yards. 2,000 yards. Two th- about about 2,000 yards on the season. Uh, averaging about, what, 14? Was that 14.5? Yeah, 14 touchdowns. Yeah. For the Cowboys, I think it was worth that money. I mean, you figure you don't have all that money tied up in your quarterback, so you might you had to you were you were going to have to pay him. If you did not pay him, he was not going to stay. It's just that simple. So, and I guess why not give your quarterback a reason to stay? You know. Hey, listen, I'm happy for the guy, but Dak's got to be pissed. Dak has to be so mad. <laughs> there goes my money. Yep, I'm sure. I mean that that also I mean, kind of with no uh with no, with no real wide receiver option in the <sighs> no with well that there's guys guys that can fill a couple holes but we talk around we talk about, we talk about elite talent you know Diggs and Amari Cooper well, Amari Cooper's not elite. he's great not elite, he's great. Yet, not elite but, yet you know you get to get what I'm saying. Yeah, and that that that's actually a perfect segue in the back back to what we were doing. I mean, there's not really much, you know. I made a, you know, I made a post saying a lot of people are gonna be mad that Austin Hooper's gone because, as you all, as everyone knows, <laughs> Redskins have zero tight ends. I mean, who we got? Jeremy Sprinkle. All right, cool. Um, we could oh find like twenty thousand of those. So here's a twist from Adam Schefter. Here's a twist. The Washington Redskins pursued Amari Cooper today and tried to pry him away. Dallas prevailed. That's not surprising. <laughs> That's not surprising. Cooper probably was like, yo, who's this quarterback? Where's this line? No way. I'm not, I'm not going through that. I, I would. You know, you know I would have blown up your phone until you either picked up or responded if that would have happened. Oh, you understand? You understand the confusion? Like I wouldn't know what to feel. I'd be happy, but I'd be confused. But I'd be more happy than confused. Cause why would you pick here? 
It's sort of like when we got Ron Vera. I was like, you chose here. Of all places, you chose here. But, hey, it is what it is. People have their reasons. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know what we're doing here. We're kind of quiet, uh, as you would imagine. I feel like we're going to be late to the party. Listen, you usually don't see this kind of activity the first day of pre-free agency. Like, you've got to understand, less than 12 hours ago, players were just starting to negotiate with teams. Like, mm. to less than 12 hours ago. Like, this is this isn't presidential territory. Like, there have been three massive wide receiver trades in the first 12 hours. Mm. Unheard of. Like, nothing is even going to go, you know, full send until Wednesday at 4. Right. Is there anything uh, that you're hoping to get out of tomorrow and Wednesday or the rest of the week, like positions you'd hope for or some player that you'd like to see in the Redskins uniform? Actually, all my players are gone. Um, No, but seriously, oh. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this before. I said that, you know, there's several iterations we can go, like the tight end. Oh, sorry. Mm, sorry. Ouch. The tight end position is a position of need. If your quarterback is going to succeed, especially a young quarterback like Haskins, he's going to need a tight end, right? Preferably a tight end that can block and catch. You know what I'm saying? Now, am I expecting like a George, a George Kittle? No. I, I know we don't have that kind of gravitas around here. But, you know, I would like to, for that to be solved. That way, in the draft, we can actually, you know, focus more so on other positions of need. Of course, I know what everyone's thinking. Well, the Redskins is a, it needs a new team. All right, whatever, shut up. But that way, that can be solved. So you don't have to waste two draft picks on two tight ends, especially since we already don't have a second-round draft pick. The talent drop-off is going to be stupid by the time we start picking you know, in the third through fourth, it, it's just a th- oh, excuse me, it's just a thing. So if we can get the tight end situation um, settled, that would be so lovely. I'd be so happy. Oh my god! I Pre- mean, the one that can block and catch. I mean, I know of a team that has two tight ends, uh, <laughs> and we don't need got of them. <laughs> Y'all got other things to worry about, all right? Man, what, what would you want from us? We have nothing. You, we have nothing to give. Trent Williams, we'll take him. Hey, there you go. You know what? Can he yeah. play right tackle? Can we slide him to right tackle? <gasps> I don't know. Can you? Oh, if he can play right tackle, I will fax you the paperwork myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, why not? I mean. I don't know. I guess the I know the Redskins are hoping for that second round because you know whatever boneheaded thing they decide to do, they did. But um, <laughs> Montez Sweat. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, and bonehead. I say it's boneheaded because I am not in the business of giving up. I'm not after the after the RG three thing. I said I don't ever want them to give up another pick again. That's just dumb. We didn't have a first round pick for three years. Because of that deal. That's nuts. How do you manage? Was it three or two? It doesn't matter how long it was. It Two? Two or three years. That's crazy. We gave up a second-round pick, and now, we, now we're now we trying to get it back? 
Like, yeah, it seemed good on paper at the time, but you got to figure the Redskins were in turmoil to begin with. So when he wasn't producing until the – now, for what it's worth, he started producing at the end. But guess what? At that point, it's too late. You you know, so second year, make it something happen. Make it worth it. But we don't have a second-round pick, which kind of hurts us. And I know the, the Redskins are going to hold out and hopefully get that second second-round pick. At this point, because Bruce Allen screwed this up so freaking bad, thanks a lot, dude. At this point, you just take the best you can get, to be honest. I mean, ain't nobody really going to give up a second-round pick for this dude. He's like, what, 31, 32? 31, 32, I think he still has one more year on his deal. He, has one he, more wants, year he wants like $20 million a year, though, is the issue. Yeah, he wants 20 mil, and on top of that, he's he has an injury history. I mean, and a trouble history, but that trouble ain't going to be much of a problem because, you know, CBA rules, you can't get uh, suspended for weed no more, which, hey, cool, fine, whatever. But, um, Poor Josh. yeah, I, <laughs> I know, I know that's not going to, uh, it, it's going to be rather hard for us to get what we want and for him to get what he wants. Now, if you trade to somewhere that thinks they can win now, like the Dolphins, I mean, I don't know what you would trade them for, but. Yeah, that Did might you work. Say or win now and dolphins in the same sentence. Uh, I I meant oh, to put another no. sentence in oh. there. No, I've been talking oh. fast all day. Well, look, you know they're thinking this. You know they are. No, they're not. They are. They have to be. They got like five first I'm round sorry. picks. Who? I'm just Who saying. <laughs> they're going to draft another one, and you know this. Yeah, but shoot, I'm just saying. Oh, come on. You can't tell me that every team that drafts a new quarterback don't automatically think they can win now. You're telling me that's not the you, case? You told me, you telling me that last year y'all drafted Dwayne Haskins. I was with you. You, you told, you're telling me you say it to yourself, we can win No, now. no, no, no. Oh, no. Listen to my words. Go back and play the tape over again. I said they, meaning the team. I didn't say me. I said, oh, oh God. <laughs> we, I said, oh, God, we got Haskins. This is cool. I don't think we're going to win because he ain't got nobody to catch the ball, right? I'm not saying. But guess what? Guess who was so convinced on us winning? All right. Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, and, well, that was about it because apparently everyone else did not even want him. But that's fine, too. Um, but but t- come on now, tell me that's not the case. You can't. You're telling me the Cardinals did when they drafted Kyler Murray, they weren't jazzed up and actually thought they had a shot. Come on now, it's just natural. It's natural progression because quarterback is you know the most important you know position on the uh, on the field. So Man. naturally, you get a new one, you get jazzed up. And the Man. Dolphins have like four first round picks, <laughs> so you're telling me they can't like do something with that. Man, speaking of quarterback, we don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> oh no! Y'all got Tom. Y'all got terrific Tom. He's coming. Oh no! Well, He's what coming is, before, for you. Before, before we get into that, is there anything else you want to add to your Redskins plan for this free agency? Can we get some linebackers or something? Oh, you guys! You guys did resign Bostic today too. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, okay. Y- y'all need like a y'all need like a Devin White type project. You need a yes. yes. Give me that. Give me that because everyone gets beat. Once they get beat, it's over. But uh, give me give me some of that. Uh, my wide receiver think... dreams are crushed. Fine. There's always the side terrible. That's that's your guy, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's the one. That's the one I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. Oh. Yeah, they're not gonna do it though. And he got um, two. He runs a four two two. Yeah, give me that next to um mm-hmm. next to uh, McLaurin. I'd I'd be pretty uh be alright with that. So you're two thinking you're thinking linebackers, you're thinking the wide receiver, and I'm guessing cornerback. No, I think we can fix the cornerback situation in the draft. I want a tight end, but. Mm-hmm. Tight end. But the tight because the the only problem is the only problem with the tight end is that the the market on either side, be it the draft or the free agency market, is just so thin. Like it's Dude, so thin. I mean, who's ne- who's next up? I think um, isn't Hunter Henry uh, up for free agency? Hunter Henry got tagged by the Chargers. Oh, um, he got tagged. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> Who did the, Browns. the Browns. The Browns. He's going with the. Uh, yep. Yep. He's Yoko going with the. Grabs in from the Browns. Yeah, but he always hurt, eh? No, he broke his wrist. I mean, that happens. No, he's always hurt. Yeah, I'm over hurt. Uh, so tight end, end wide receiver, tight end. linebacker. Yes. Blake Martinez yeah. would be a great, a great ad addition. Uh, he played with the Packers last year. That guy can play. Yeah, I mean, anybody's better than what we got now. I mean, you look at the talent <laughs> drop-off once again. It's just – it's stupid. It's Terry McLaurin and – Listen, there's going to be no Cole Holcomb, Holcomb uh, slander on this podcast, sir. We stand There was no Cole Holcomb. I said Terry McLaurin. I didn't say Cole Holcomb. Exactly. You didn't Cole... even mention it. How do you think? No, because I'm on offense. I'm saying the talent drop off on the wide receiver. I'm mean, okay. Talent drop off on the wide receiver end is ridiculous. Because it's Terry McLaurin, and then who else? Trey, Trey Quinn. Guys. Guys. He's not a wide receiver though. I'm talking about just talent in general. Oh, I'm talking about wide receiver. I mean, talent wise. Mm. Yeah, Harley's no, okay. Ooh. I mean, it's obviously it's obviously McLaurin and then a big gap and then Harmon in my opinion and then yeah. Trey Quinn can be launched to the moon in my opinion. He really doesn't do anything for me. Paul Richardson He's always been hurt. Gone? Paul Richardson gone? Yep, sure is. Let him walk. Thank God. And then who else? Who was the other one? Right. Vernon Davis. I don't remember. Yeah, he was a tight Jordan end. Jordan Reed with uh, tight end. Cut. Sprinkle, you got he, Sprinkle, Jeremy Sprinkle. Yeah, sure. I. <laughs> yeah, you you see my problem here. I need I need that middle ground talent. I mean, now am I saying by any means that the 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 talent level on offense is like super elite? No, it's just the problem is there's no steps. It's Top, bottom, that's all it is. So 
you have Terry McLaurin, like you said, big drop off, then Harmon. You have on the running back side, you have, well, Lord knows what Darius Geis is. I mean, I think he's good. I think he's if he can stay healthy, he'd be he'd be money. But man, that's, that's the that's, question mark. Saying, that's three knee injuries. Whew, I don't know. That's gonna be rough. I, I know, but I think he can do it. I have a lot of faith in him. Uh, but then who else is there? Who else is there? Didn't we let Chris Thompson go? I feel like we let Chris Thompson go. I think Chris Thompson's a free agent. Yeah. So we're either going to do something back with him or not. Um, I mean, I think you guys need to add somebody like... Didn't you have Jordan Howard or Chris Clemens at some point? Uh, I think you should add another, like another cheap running back free agent to pair with Obviously, Adrian Peterson and, and Darius Geis, but oh, Adrian Peterson, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I knew we had one more, but yeah, I mean, offensively, I think it's going to be a very offensive, um, a very offensive-sided draft for you guys. I think the defense is okay for where it's at right now, but I feel like neglecting the offensive side of the ball last year didn't help. Yeah, no. Was, so if you can add a couple yeah. free, you know, a couple free agent pieces on offensive side of the ball, you guys should be okay. Ron Rivera, so, man. Listen, Ron Rivera tortured the Bucks for fucking years. That man tortured us. <laughs> so I think he's gonna be a good fit. It would be nice. I'm really hoping for him. Like when we, when I, like again, when we found, when we found out, we, me and you, found out he was. A, you know, he got fired. We were like, what? You know, where's he going to go? Blah, blah, blah. Then immediately, almost immediately, he was like, oh, I'm going to the Redskins. I was like, what? Wait a minute. You chose here? Like, I really, I like him. You know, just listening to him talk, listening to the interviews, seeing what he did with Carolina. I mean, it is, I, I, I like him as a person. You know, I like him. I like what he does as a coach. I really believe he knows what he's doing. Hopefully, hopefully. Despite what I mean, whatever reports say, hopefully he does have control over this draft, so he can implement his vision for whatever this ragtag of a team is. And if anyone can turn it around, it's him. And you know, let's rock and roll for 2020, 2021. Am I saying that we're going to Super Bowl because we got a new shiny toy? No, I'm not saying that. Please don't think I am. I'm thinking that this year is going to be a growing thing, right? So you figure just at a range anywhere between five and – this is not the year we had the 17th game, right? So five no. and 11. So, yeah, five and 11. Anyway, between five and 11, and the ceiling is eight and eight. That's the ceiling. So – that's fine. I can live with that. But all I want is steady progression. As long as we get better and actually do things the way they should be done, we'll be in good shape. And hopefully Haskins can, you know, stop making videos about him training and actually just get better. Like, godly, I hate that. I feel like we're the only team that is so focused on our quarterback working out that we have to – record his every workout and say, oh, look, he's working. Like, why does he need to be doing this? He's the starting quarterback. Just work. You just, just work and listen. get better. 
listen, I don't want to hear about quarterbacks when you have one. You don't have one. Ladies. Ladies. Which, which really kind of brings us to the to the next topic, and that's what the Bucks are not doing in free agency, which is <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, so now that we switch teams, it's just a laughing spot? No, it's funny because because you over the course of this waiting period you've gone through several different emotions. Check the tweet. The first one was like, Oh, I want Davis back. The second one was like, Wait, Tom Brady's coming here? No, I don't want it. Then you got then you read something that said that James might be leaving. And then a bunch of other things. You and then the two, my favorite tweet was just like, I just want to start a quarterback at this point. So, man, for those of you who are going to hear this and don't follow me on Twitter, which is E-M-P-S-L-I-E, my tweets for both games and any kind of, like, any kind of NFL event are top-notch because they're all of me freaking out over everything and going through, like, the five stages of grief all at one time. There's no stages. It's just, it's just five, 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 five feelings in a circle. It, it is no stage. There's, it's most, it's, it's either, it's being ecstatic about something, um, relatively crushed, or just absolutely pissed. And they all happen within 30 seconds of each other. And, and the best part is, like, I'll sprinkle a meme in there or two or, like, a stupid picture. And those, it's so funny because some of the tweets I have that I think are gold, like, no one sees. And then I'll talk about wanting to beat the Buccaneers front office's ass if they ever decide to, you know, trade uh, trade um Mike Evans. And it blows up for, like, 600 likes. I'm like, what is wrong with you people who follow me? Yeah, apparently people are really intent on that, man. It's the same. It's, it's very interesting. Um, if if y'all ever follow me on Twitter, it, it's interesting. It's definitely a fun time. But so for those of you who don't know or don't follow the Bucks, um, I mean they're a very small market team, so you probably don't. They're one of the few teams in the running for Tom Brady. Um, they're still talking to Jameis. They're still talking to Teddy. Bridgewater. Oh, you guys are the front runners, apparently, according to national media. You guys are the front runners. You guys are like minus one forty something. Yeah, you guys are the favorites to land this man. By the way, I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, I, I've been at work until eight thirty, so I've been kind of just um, sending you tweets when I can, getting notifications on my phone when I can, um, getting sent things. So I'm only seeing things that I get sent or the notifications that pop up on my phone. But from what I've seen is that Bruce Arians wants Tom Brady. Like he is hell bent on getting Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. Um, oh yeah. They made a really aggressive pitch. They want him here. They want to lure him from New England to Tampa and and if that happens, Bruce Arians is putting all of his chips, everything that he has, and on the table. Like, it's all laid out in front of him. This is a, it's a massive gamble. Like, to even be pursuing Tom Brady at this point with having no quarterback under contract besides your third-string quarterback, 
like not even a backup. <laughs> it's a it's a tremendous gamble because if you don't land him, will Jameis or Bridgewater still be there? Or will they be gone? Like that would be that, and that's the problem. And also, that would be key like, Buccaneers football. That would be so on brand for them. You guys also have to take take into this effect is like Tom Brady has been with a coach for like the majority all of his career. All right, cool. We have no idea of how either one. Well. I lied. We have a some we have a somewhat idea what Belichick's gonna do without Brady. We have no idea what Brady is without Belichick. Am I saying Bruce? Uh, good God, I almost calling Bruce Allen. That's a sin. Uh, How dare Bruce Arians. I know, right? Nah, man, Kirby. Kirby cannot forgive that sin. Jesus Christ. Um, Bruce Arians, right? I'm not he, he he's a hell of a coach, but uh, we don't know what Brady is without Belichick. So oh, breaking that's news, the, guys! Oh, more breaking, breaking news. news. The Redskins made a signing. Oh Christ! Uh, the Redskins are re-signing Kendall Fuller. Okay. Okay. I love that wait. for you guys. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on. Time yeah, the, yeah, Kendall that's Fuller. Weird. Yeah. I'm just making sure that that name it rings a bell. Yes, the cornerback. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, exactly the cornerback that that we that that's the cornerback that we let go, yeah. right? Yeah. To get uh, it's a, Alex it's Smith. It's a four year. It's a four year, forty million. Holy, dollar. holy crap! Are you serious? Yep. That's real. This is a real thing. Yep. This, four year, forty million. This, the Kendall Fuller we let go, right? Uh, for yeah. Alex Smith. He's back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I got to redo my draft board then. Oh, snap. What? <laughs> this is wow, the greatest things. podcast because there's been three interruptions already, and we're still not 12 hours into pre-creation. Oh, my. Kendall Fuller is back, guys. Oh, Kendall Fuller is back. And you know how mad I was when he actually started doing stuff in um in uh, Kansas City? I was so mad. I was like, I wasn't even mad at him. I was just like, bro, that was a stupid trade. Why do we keep this? Yo, he's back. Now, is that going to be what he is? I don't know. We, we'll see. But, okay, this is good. This is solving that cornerback problem that we have or don't have because Dunbar wants to be gone. Cool. Great. I am happy. This is neat. Oh, yes. <clears throat> anyway, I'm good, though. <laughs> this is so funny. I forget what we were talking about. Uh, We were talking about uh, Mr. Oh, Brady. Brady. Brady and his... So, your your argument is we don't know who Brady is without Belichick. Right. So, your gamble is like a three-edge or two double-edged sword. You don't know what Brady is without... You guys have... But you guys have one thing going for you. You guys got weapons, right? You got Mike Evans. You got Godwin. Um, Perriman? Perriman, that's how you say his name? Yeah. Perriman is... You guys are... Oh, but I'm sure he's going to come back, right? Maybe. I'm sorry. I said I'm sure he's going to come back, right? 
honestly, I feel like um, I feel like he's gonna uh, want a payday because in mm-hmm. reality, okay, Rashad Perriman, listen. For those of you again who follow me on Twitter, know that I roasted this man to hell uh, for uh, the first ten games of the season, and that I yes, wanted to did. launch him into the sun. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. you did for I, no I reason, for none at all. No, no, for no reason because he kept dropping oh. the ball, and I was not having it. Uh-huh. Okay, but uh-huh. I, I, was, I apologized to Perriman. I tagged him. Don't know if he saw it, but if he did, I'm sorry. Um, I take it back. But the thing is. Unfortunately, it's a good problem to have, but at the same time, he's a third-string wide receiver on the team. Like, you're not going to beat out Mike Evans for the first-string wide receiver. You're not going to beat out Chris Godwin for the second wide receiver. Chris Godwin. That's what you need to call that man. God Rip Godwin. I love that man. That man <laughs> so got baggage for his boy. I'm like, good guy. That, that man, that man's carrying all your luggage to and fro. <laughs> In one trip, by the way. One In trip. one trip. God's grip, baby. You don't need two trips. Two trips is too, too many. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, he's, like, he's got the speed we need, and I don't know if Scotty Miller who was a sixth-round draft pick in the last year's draft, is going to be someone that can really fill that wide receiver three slot. He's like 5'9 and like 170 pounds. He's not very big, not very strong yet. But he's got lots of speed. But Perriman was nice because he has six foot two, 210 pounds, and 4'2 speed. Like, that's what you need. So it would be, mm-hmm. if, if we were able to get him back, It. That's a stacked team. You're not stopping that. Sorry. <laughs> Who are you going to stop? We're going to pick one or three. But yeah, is and, that all? And that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing. It all comes down to who's going to be throwing him the ball. Right. And that's why I was saying it's a double-edged sword. We don't know what Brady is without Belichick. Also, if you guys do not get him, right, who would be the next choice? If Bridgewater is you know, there, or I don't know, who or whoever your third option is, they aren't there. You know what I mean? Then what do you do? Do you go crawling back to Jameis saying, hey, we might have made a mistake about you? Then he's going to be like, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why it's a double, it's a double-edged show for you guys. Is, is it worth the risk? Huh. Depends on what kind of team you think you are, you know? That's the thing. It's like, okay, you can throw all this money at Brady, and Brady can completely fuck us over and just say, eh, you know, it's 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 Friday. Let's just say hypothetically, right? The they don't get anything done tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday is okay. They're making a little bit of traction. Thursday comes around and it's, nah. I'm gonna say in New England. Okay, well, Bridgewater trying to deal with, let's say, the Bears because he was linked to him. Okay, and then do we? you know, hide our tail and go back to Jameis? Is Jameis even going to want to resign? Shit, I wouldn't. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's and that's why I was like, yeah, what do you do? Because we all see what happens when you burn a quarterback or your former quarterback. It don't it don't sit well with them. And trust me, if your quarterback, if you're, well, he's not your quarterback or may not be, or whatever. If you sign a quarterback and they sit and they hold out on you, oh, dude, that's, that's that's worse than any other position holding out on you. 
receivers can hold out, you know, running backs, tackles. It don't matter. If your quarterback is holding out on you and they sitting because they don't want to play for you, oh, bro, that's that's just hell. Good luck with your uh, secondary quarterback trying to throw in the ball. Who's your second? Who's your uh, backup quarterback? We do not have one currently under contract other than our third string quarterback. Oh, okay. So hypothetically, let's play the game here. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that going. Mm-mm-mm. It's just, I don't. I feel like they're two very different quarterbacks at this point. Um, Brady is 43. Brady knows the league. I mean, he's been in it for 20 years. And I've had my fair share of concerns with Brady with obviously his athleticism, especially with that defense offensive line. <laughs> okay, we've been there. <laughs> Brady, why are you running? Okay. <laughs> but it's like, okay, Brady, you're not the fastest guy. And he's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had a thought. Who would win in a foot race? No, really, I need to know this question. We should make this a poll on a, on a Twitter. It's like, seriously, who would win in a foot race? Kurt Cousins or Tom Brady? Because both of them are slow as hell. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both probably pass more than you do running, more than you run the and ball. And I think he'll actually be, be better. I mean, if, if you really want to put it into full perspective as of, you know, today, March 16th, who the Bucks have on their roster who are under contract offensively? They have Chris Godwin. They have um, Mike Evans. They have two able tight ends who weren't used last year in Arian's system. They have a first-round pick at tight end. They have O.J. Howard, who is literally, like, biologically, bio- biologically, the same makeup as George Kittle. Like, they run the same 40 times. They're the same height. They have the same size hands. They are literal genetic clones, and he wasn't used last year. Cam Brace, Jameis loved him. He's, you know, one of the best hands in the league at tight end. But you have all these weapons, but at the same time, can you make it work? Can Arians and, and Brady, you know, listen, Arians, 
I trust Bruce Arians, okay? He has two Super Bowl rings. You don't win two rings on accident. But this is a whole mm-hmm. new ball field. Like, this is taking, you know, the last two years on your contract and saying, we're going to win a Super Bowl. Like, that's the only way this works out, in my opinion. That's the only way this makes it worth it if you win a Super Bowl in the next two years. And even then, that's that's a tall order for any quarter. That's a tall order for anyone, a quarterback, coach, or otherwise. That's a hard ask to win well, a you've Super Bowl. Well, you got to think about it, though. In two years, Arian's contract ends. In two years, the general manager's contract ends. In two years, I mean, it, it would probably be a two-year contract if Brady did come to Tampa. Um, just guessing they would tie into Arians. But, like, you have a two-year window to make it happen, or you just – risked it for the biscuit to not get the biscuit. <laughs> no biscuit for you, buddy. No biscuit, no biscuit for, you. for you, buddy. While, okay, so we have we have the Tom Brady scenario out there. And I think that the one intriguing thing or not so intriguing thing with Tom Brady is will he take a pay cut? Not a pay cut, but, you know, he's never made more than $23 million a year. And I know to get him to sign somewhere, he would need to have like a pretty bolsterous contract. Like we're talking like 30 to $35 million a year. But if he were to come to Tampa with all the pieces that he already has, would he take a lesser contract to help bring guys back or bring guys in to really make a mm-hmm. football run? Like that's not the no. question. No. No. You if, think you're, so? if you're Brady, if you're Brady, no. I'll just think about it. He's probably sick of that. Think about it. Think about how long he's taking a pay cut for. Right? For the longest time, his wife has been the breadwinner around here. All right? For 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 years, uh, years, he he has more Super Bowl rings than anyone. He has been regarded as one of the <laughs> arguably the best quarterback that has ever played the game. Mm-hmm. And he's always taking pay cuts? Nah, fam. At some point, you're getting, you're, you get sick of it. So... I don't think he takes a pay cut. I think that's why he wants to leave. So that way he can actually find out what he's worth. That way he can get what he's worth. That way, you know, he actually can show he actually is no longer the, the you know, the picture-perfect, smiles, sparkly teeth guy that's just like, I'm all about. It's, it's sort of like a – pardon the um, comparison. It's sort of like John Jones. Right? Remember when John Jones was coming up, he was this saint that was like almost perfect and you know, everyone criticized him for it, right? It wasn't until after his running with Coke and the DUI situation where he was just like, F it, I'm done. I'm done being this way, you know, I'm just gonna be me, right? And a lot of people respect him for it. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's the same thing. It's like I'm tired of being this guy that just takes pay cuts and to get absolutely nothing. You know, it's about time for me to make my run. It's about time for me to get what I'm worth. So let's go. Time to get paid. That's why we hit the market to see what you're worth. That's why anyone think about it. Kirk Cousins hit the market. Why? To see what he's worth. You see what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it worked out for him. You see, Dak's doing the same thing. Any quarterback does that same thing. They, unless they really, 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 really want to be somewhere, they're gonna hit the market. Why? To see what they're worth, because that's all that matters now. What you're worth, man. I'm just saying, like, does okay. So he's been playing for how many years? Seven, 
17 Who, Brady? Yeah. Um, been, I'm about to find that out for you real quick. Tom Brady was drafted in... 1999, right? Uh, 2000. 20 years. Okay. This so will be his 20th year in the NBA, NFL. So think about it. You said he would take not a pay cut because he wants to see how much he's worth and that because he's always had a team-friendly deal for the Patriots. Okay, fine. I get mm-hmm. that. I understand that. But after 20 years of 20-plus million dollars, <laughs> you really need that much money? <laughs> like, hey, listen, you talking from you talking from a normal person's perspective. That don't matter. Like, honestly, like, What's 20 times don't 20? you want to get – um, two, shit, I don't know. 400, right? Make a... No, mm-hmm. that's not right. <laughs> no, I, like, I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. 20 times 20 is, oh, no, you're right, 400. No, you're right. Are we? No, we're doing. Oh, yeah, it is. I know what I'm doing. Bro, we need to stop. Okay, so that's $400 million. Listen, listen, listen. Four hundred million. Listen. No, no, no. Nothing you can tell me right now is going to make the fact that you have made four hundred million dollars in your lifetime and that you need more. No. Well, he no. wasn't making twenty one no. mil he wasn't making twenty million his first five years. I can tell you that much. Oh, I don't like you right now. You're telling me yeah. three hundred million isn't enough. Listen, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, think about it. What did the Joker say? What did the, in um, what was it? Uh, The Dark Knight. He said, if you're good at something, you don't do it for free, right? Essentially, if you're good at something, you're not going to take anything less than market value. For. And as we all know, what the market, the market is what it is. All right? For example, right? Let's just pretend. Okay, let's just – I'm a point guard, right? The market for me will not be very high. Why? Because I do not have that much skill. Now, if I am – best point guard in the league is James Harden. Sure, why not? I don't think he is, but sure, we'll go with James Harden. James Harden is what? Worth, with what, $11 million a year? We'll say that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, honestly, boss basketball contract. I don't know. I'm guessing because I know Curry's contract is like almost twelve million or something like that. So. Okay, so let's say it's eleven million. Yeah, let's say it's 12. that's what it is because that's his skill set. Okay, Tom Brady's skill set is worth X amount of dollars. All right, what I'm saying is, you're right. I agree with you. After making three hundred and plus million dollars over the last twenty years, home nobody needs any money for real. All these players that are getting paid to do this don't need any more money. All right, they just don't. They'll see more money in their lifetime than we will, you know, they'll see more money in 17 weeks than we will ever see in our lifetimes. All right? That's not the the argument here. My argument here is that that, you're going to go after what you are worth. And if you are worth $100 million, $200 million, or $5,000, Right, you're gonna to try to get top dollar for that skill that you possess. Tom, my argument is Tom Brady is saying that I have not been paid fair market value. It's time for me to get my fair bar, fair 
market value? Is it morally, ethically, sensically sound? Hey, that's up for debate, all right? Hindsight is twenty twenty, and everyone has their own subjective opinion. But what I'm saying is he's going to go after what he's worth. And if he's worth, I don't know, $25 million a year, let it be $25 million a year. If he's so, after, so let if he's... Real quick. Let me ask you. Go thing. for it. You know the growing market for quarterbacks is high, obviously. Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. gets $100 million a year. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack Prescott's getting $33 million a year. Um, mm-hmm. Who gets that signed? That was it, right? Uh, the oh, biggest Gary thing was Goff. Gary Goff just made like a hundred thirty million dollars a year. Oh, like he's not worth that. He, that's a conversation for another podcast. But let's just say that um, so the growing market is what around thirty million dollars a year. If you're the Washington Redskins, say about thirty-five, something like that. Thirty-five. Hmm. It's quite a bit. The Bucks currently have, I think, fifty-four million left. Fifty-four mm-hmm. million left. We'll get we'll get into that here in a minute. But I mean, I don't know, man. Like we said, there's two there's two sides. Yes, he wants to get paid for his market value, but he also wants a seventh ring. Like I I don't think he'd still be playing if that hunger for a seventh ring wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah, 42 yeah. years old. You, you're the greatest of all time. You've got six breaks. You, you've dominated the NFL for 20 years. Like, you got to – there has to be in his mind somewhere, whether or not it plays out this way, that says, okay, this team has every offensive weapon I could dream of. Let me help them out. Not let me get $37 million a year, and now we only have $17 million to make all these other – you know what I mean? Right. But again, if you've been doing, I think about it like this, right? Let's just take the, me and you, we're about the same type of person, right? If you keep <laughs> being nice to someone, right? If you keep being nice to someone over and over and over again, right? And all they do is screw you over, right? In like the worst type of way. Eventually, what you're gonna, what are you going to do? You're going to stop being nice. You're going to be like, no, screw you. I'm not. I'm not going to be the person you expect me to be, you know? Like, you're just not. And that's my, my, that's my point. He's been doing this for so long, and really, I'm not going to say he has nothing to show for it because he has everything to show for it. He has, again, most Super Bowl rings in history. Fine. But now it's, again, you got to think about, you think about it. Players aren't ignorant. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they hear. They read. They know. Think about how many people are questioning which one was the who's the real reason behind the rings? Is it Brady's skill or is it Belichick's coaching? I mean, you gotta realize they all hear that. So because they hear that, you know, they are going to have a pride issue. Uh and that pride issue carries over into the money issue. And actually I just checked by the way, thirty five million uh is made by Russell Wilson. So I yep about thirty five million. That's, 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 listen, Russell Wilson is one of my top five, but we have another breaking news. This is like four another one. That's getting um, late. The wide receiver. It's not as drastic. Randall Cobb is going to the Texans. 
Oh, wow. So they decided to try to fill that gaping hole that they that left was when DeAndre Hopkins left. They're, they're giving him quite a bit. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to pull up the numbers. I can't believe how it is nearly midnight here, um, for those of you listening in Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it, it's nearly midnight, and they're giving Randall Cobb a three-year, $27 million deal with 18.75 guaranteed for a low-end wide receiver three. I, I don't understand that. Is Randall Cobb going to be the wide receiver one for the Texans? Like, Is that what they're trying to do? He might be. I mean, he might, so, he might be. We haven't even – so we're, we're going to get through this a little bit quickly because we, we've already been on here for an hour. But um, the, the other two prospects that the Bucks have, a quarterback or Jameis, who obviously threw a 30-30 and 30, uh, ESPN special last season of 33, inter- 33 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, um, who has a couple of characteristics that Brady doesn't have. He has the big arm. He has the athleticism that Brady doesn't have. Now, Jameis isn't a marathon runner, but he, he – <laughs> he can get going. He can get it done. Um, and he also dropped quite a bit of weight, uh, played with a torn meniscus and a broken thumb, and still put up some big numbers. I mean, that, that has to kind of factor into a few of his bad plays, you know, playing, playing with a torn meniscus. When guys tear their meniscus, they're out for the year. They're out for six, you know, three, six months, depending on when it happens. Um, not only that, but when Breeze broke his thumb, he was out six games. Oh, you know, yeah, that was, ooh, that you was know, real. played through that. So I, I don't know if that's enough to save him. Um, it, it's kind of looking at the market for him at this time. I mean, again, we're recording this on the 16th of March, um, Monday night. And as of right now, there really isn't a whole bunch of Jameis buzz going around. I know the Chargers were interested in him. Um, the Raiders were interested in him before they signed Mariota, which is, oh, I don't, I don't understand why they did that. But it, it's almost like what Arian said in the beginning of the offseason in, like, January, where he said, we're going to keep both doors open. Who's behind door number two, which would be Brady and Bridgewater, um, while also keeping in contact with door number one, which is Jameis. Like, does, uh... does all that factor in now that, yes, you put up these – you know, passing leader of the league and 30 plus touchdowns, second in the league, but you also had 30 interceptions. But oh, wait, you were pretty fucking injured for most of the season, um, to some capacity. Mm. Like, I feel like Jameis is almost built for a more vertical offense, um, like Arians likes to run, but also his decision making. Um, oh, and he had LASIK done. You know, he had his eyes fixed because, as you know, he's, he's nearsighted. He can't see far away. So it, it also comes into, you know, question like, okay, is this going to make him a better quarterback? Okay, he lost a lot of weight. Is that going to make him more mobile, more agile, a better thrower? Um, I feel like it's all questions that need to be asked at this point and really looked at from both sides, both James and the Bucks. Does he want to be back? Do they even want him back, or, or are they hell-bent on Brady? And honestly, again, nobody's – I almost view – it's it's crazy because I every time we do something, right, every time we watch football, I always say this. 
our teams, in a way, are almost linked in in the in the in the most physical ways and the most like ironic sort of ways, right? Whereby, okay, nobody's situ- nobody's quarterback situation can be worse than the Redskins. Okay, we botched that. We botched almost at every turn, every corner got screwed over by Andy Reid several times and just cannot seem to handle a quarterback ever, right? But you guys have a very interesting, again, it's a very interesting, it's not, I wouldn't say it's more so of a problem, more so of a, like you said, it's like a game show. It's a, it's a lot of questions. Who is Tom Brady without Belichick? It's a who is Tom Brady versus Father Time. It's a Jameis. It's a who is Jameis Winston with actual working eyes? Who is a healthy Jameis Winston? (laughs) You know, it's there's a lot of questions going. Who are you laughing at? It's it's a fact. All right, Jameis Winston with with actual working eyes. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like. It's it's a lot of questioning of who are the quarterbacks. You know what I mean? At this point, the only quarterback that you know for sure of of who he is, maybe Mike Bridgewater. And even still, that could be a very big question mark because... Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. on. I'm holding on. Okay, so I need you to back up and explain to me who do you think Bridgewater is because he really hasn't played that much? And that's why I stopped. That's literally what I stopped. And I said, and even that's in question because he doesn't even play full seasons. So, man, I just, I can't. Like, I get, okay, so let's just say there's three doors, right? Door one is Jameis, obviously, because he was there. Okay. Um, lots of good, lots of bad. You know, Tom Brady, cool. there is a lot of good. And the real, the only real question mark with Brady, like I said, is the athleticism and the um, father time. Because father time is undefeated. Eventually, he's going to catch up to you. You're but not Jordan, curious who he is without Belichick, though? That's, that's a major factor, too. That is well. He's only um, played with one coach ever, whereby most of these the players only, have played for multiple coaches. Okay, so this is, this is the thing, though. He's not just going from Bill Belichick to, let's say, who's this shit coach? Bill O'Brien, okay, who just traded oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's not going from Belichick to some shit coach. He's going no. from one Hall of Fame coach to another Hall of Fame coach who is literally named the quarterback whisperer. Like, you're going from one Hall of Fame coach to another Hall of Fame coach. So I don't know how much that would play in, only because Arians has done some incredible work. Um, and I feel like his role in both Super Bowls that they won, being both an assistant coach um, and then being an offensive coordinator with the Steelers over their win against the uh, Cardinals in the 2009 Super Bowl, I want to say. I think it's 2009. Um, I feel like his efforts on the offensive side of the ball really were overlooked. Um, people don't give him enough credit in that aspect for me. So I, I don't know how much um, – how much of a difference of coaching pedigree he'd be going from, I guess, is my point. Okay. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right though. He's only really known Belichick. Like, that's it. Like they have a bond. If you're fucking with someone for twenty years, of course you're gonna have a bond. That's a whole marriage. Like, <laughs> Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had a bromance for twenty years. That they did. They did. Yeah, like that was. They were almost inseparable, but. Like I said, and like well, like like it said, every every good thing must come to an end. So here's the end. Let's see what happens without. Let's see what happens on your own. You know, I mean, kind of late to be out on your own, huh? But you know, I don't know. I think I think you guys will be able to solve it, solve the issue. But the third, the the worst thing is. It's like door number three is biggest question mark of all is Bridgewater because I, I don't know who the hell I'm getting. Am I going to get a poor man's piece of hill or am I going to get, you know, uh, I don't know who to compare Bridgewater to. Maybe Watson, a, a great value to Sean Watson. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. He was good when he played. I mean, Again, he just hasn't played enough since he got back. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna don or dock the guy for anything, but can he throw a deep ball super accurately? It's, you know, I haven't seen enough. And he's can he throw the deep ball? Uh, great. Nah, I haven't seen enough. It's just more so there hasn't been enough film, um, in real starting games, like real games that count that aren't preseason for me to really make the decision. But I think it's going to be, this isn't going to be a thing that happens tomorrow, I don't think. I would rather it happen tomorrow so Wednesday's more and we can get guys that we need for the rest of the holes on the roster. But um, other than that, other than the quarterback controversy, if you had to pick someone right now, i go, okay, you're Bruce Arians. Tell me who you're giving the money to, how much, and a brief summary why. I'm going. All right, I'm play. I'm play the left, the left, the left field card, and I'm going to choose Bridgewater. Ooh. I I know, right? It's it's a little left fieldish. It's not the typical answer because, of course, it's it, you have the the proven the proven veteran in in um which is, what's his name good God what's his name Brady um, we were just, Brady yes dear God wow. you have you, um um it's late man it's late and I had a couple of beers we're we're okay. getting we're getting ready to get done here yeah I know I, I gotta stay with it though um I would go with Bridgewater all right um he's He's, I believe he's younger than both of them, right? Um, I believe he's younger than both of them. I don't know. I'll double check that. But go ahead. Bridgewater, Bridgewater's twenty-seven. All right, I do know that much. Um, Bridgewater's yes. twenty-seven. Um, no. Jameis is younger. Jameis is younger. By a year, yes. Jameis is twenty-seven. Okay. January. So they're not really that much younger than each other, then, right? Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. they're they're rough. So. They're about the same age. All right, cool. Um, I just feel like for his skill level, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I can get him cheaper and get, if not 
the same amount of production. Now, don't get me wrong. What James did was amazing. Well, for every amazing thing, he did something less than amazing. But I feel like I can get the same production, if not a little bit better, for a little bit longer time than I can with uh, Teddy Bridgewater than I could um, Tom, Tom Brady. Got it? Tom Brady's goat, goat fat is cool. But I can go a little bit longer with Teddy at a little bit cheaper rate than Jameis, and I think that's the perfect combination. So I would say Bridgewater for sure. Why not? Let's go. We could probably go three years, three or four years. Well, okay, I'm, 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 I'm about to be I'm about to be gone in two years anyway, right? Um, let's see. League average is about what thirty mil. Man, let's go. Well, is that thirty mil a year though? Is that a year? Yeah. Okay, let me show. Yeah, we'll go about that. It'll be twenty nine mil. Probably give him a Kirk. Not a Kirk deal. Don't listen to me. Yeah, probably go Kirk deal, like twenty nine mil. Twenty nine thirty mil, something like that. Hmm. Um so we, we did get some more news, but more news, before we get into that quickly, that quickly. So you got Bridgewater twenty nine mil over the course of four years. Yeah. Cause Winston's gonna get paid, right? I mean he I mean, well we don't we don't know. We don't we don't know. Um Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. I don't wanna read it. So quickly, um, I, at this point, if Arians really wants to make a Jameis, like like I said, I believe in Arians. Um, I mean, make a run at Brady, not Jameis. Um, if Arians wants to make a, a chase at, at Brady, I'm for it. Let's just let's go do it. Um, I'd give him 33 over the course of two years. What's so incentive? No, Brady. At this point, oh like, Brady. Arians is making this like a huge thing where he he wants Brady badly. It's evident. Like you can just tell. Like they're throwing the bookies at this guy. So I'd, I'd give him thirty three million over the course of two years. Um, okay. Incentives probably a bonus around sixty nine seventy million dollars over the course of two years. It's gonna cost that much to get him. Um, per Mike Lynch, as of ten fifty, um, which is an hour behind us. Um, or no, as of an hour ago, the Dolphins are out of the Brady chase. The leader in clubhouse at this moment, per his source, is Tampa um, for Brady. Yep. So, I said it. I said it, didn't I? <laughs> honestly, at this point, um, I didn't believe it at first. You know this. I mean, every day oh. it was some random ass text message here. We're going, we're not getting Brady. We're not getting Brady. Um, at this point, it looks like Brady's coming to Tampa. I think I think I'd be more surprised now if Tampa didn't land Brady. But uh, yeah, we'll have to find out and see. It's only been literally exactly 12 hours since free agency started. We've had three major trades for wide receivers, and everything is met. Uh, the Bucks re-signed JPP and Chuck. That'll help on the defensive front. It was my two biggest signings that I needed to bring back. Um, on the line because JPP had eight and a half sacks in like eight games. He was insane. Jack Barrett's the sack champion. We all know that. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I think that defense is going to be good. Uh, hopefully they add a couple more defensive linemen. And Dominic and Sue might come back. Hopefully they can add maybe a veteran 
safety or, or cornerback, but we, we've been on way too long. Whether we went a little bit too deep into this, it's now one fifteen or an hour and 15 minutes. It's now midnight here on the East Coast. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up. Just a quick reminder to those. I know football is an escape from what's going on um, in the world with coronavirus, but be safe. Wash your hands. Don't go outside and, you know, into big groups and want to party and stuff. It's, it's imperative now that we take the necessary precautions and be safe, um, stop the spread, stay at home, do what you can for others. You're not just putting yourself at risk, um, but also others. That's coming from a medical professional. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am an EMT. I've been for four years. Um, so I, I'm right in the middle of all this, um, and I can tell you that the more we ignore it, the more we use it as a joke, the worse it's going to get. So enjoy free agency. It should be a ball. Daniel, thank you for coming on and listening to me ramble and, you know, get your feelings out about the Redskins with me. It's always a always a joy to have these conversations where we do more laughing than actual talking. Oh man, this is great, yo. I've been I've been waiting to be a part of this, yo. Like this is you like a year in the making. Yeah, I'm I'm happy, yo. This is great. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm psyched, man. Y'all have no idea. But real quick, though, since I got the floor, like, real quick, like like, like she said, y'all, don't be stupid. Like, for real, it's a really simple, it's really simple, y'all. Just don't be stupid. If you're sick, stay home. Don't go to work. You know, just be real. Be, don't be stupid. It literally, it, it's that easy. All right, don't be stupid. And, um, oh, yeah, hey, guys, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all. Happy Best of luck. All that fun stuff. Find the leprechaun at the end of the pot of gold or whatever. Are we gonna get what is lucky it? tomorrow in free agency? Like, is this is this like a sign of good things to come? Maybe. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Just no. No. All right, let if us know. You're a Redskins fan. You in, in your podcast. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I do have one of those. Yeah. Ahead, All right, so um. Yeah, I got you guys. I'm about to be like Neo and Jack in. That was a terrible uh, comparison. Um, that was awful. That was so bad. Uh, leave me alone. I'm still Neo. Uh, yeah, so guys, the, the, the show is called The Any and Everything Show. We're on Spotify. There's a lot of there's a lot of Ashley here, so that, that's always fun. Uh, you can follow the Twitter page at the any every show. The any every show. It's pretty simple. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna know more about me and who I am as a person, I'm a pretty fun person. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well mm-hmm. at underscore dizzy dt. That's uh, at underscore dizzy dt. Yep, that's me. Are you sure that's the same? Is it the same? I thought you changed it, or is that just the name? What you mean? When you changed your screen name to DAT. Oh no no, no. that's my that's my display name. My handle is at uh, my handle is underscore dizzy dt. But I gotta put the at there because you know some people need to know to put the at there because if you don't put the at there for real, no joke. There's a there's another girl that's named underscore dizzy gt, which is confusing. So that's why I'm like, okay, you got to put the at there. So put the at there underscore dizzy gt. And he's not a female. Um, for those of you. <laughs> no, not at all. Like that's like that's the deepest voice for a female. I mean, hey, whatever. I, mean, I can get my voice that deep. <laughs> I mean, you never. And look, for real, you never know in this world anymore. So. Oh, oh my I mean, god. Okay, so. Hopefully yeah. we get lucky 
for all you Redskins fans, give him a follow. I mean, there's exciting times ahead for your team. Even though he doesn't believe me, I think it's good things to come. All right, we're signing off. Everyone have a good night. Be safe. Get ready for round two of pre-free agency, and we'll see you next time.